0: Hey sister. Okay. Well, I'm coming to you today with a tough topic on miscarriage, a little bit of a trigger warning. This is going to be, um, a little bit more of an emotional episode. So I will be sharing, um, some stuff that could be triggering. So if you are fresh out of a miscarriage, this may not, this might encourage you to know someone else has been through it and gets it. Um, But this could also be really hard for you. So just kind of keep that in mind. And if it's too hard, um, go on to the next episode. Okay. (laughs) So um, I just want to share how like around Christmas time and just the holidays, it's just a time when people really start reflecting and looking back and thinking back. And if you happen to have miscarried around this time, or if you're fresh off of a miscarriage or um, it did happen in the fall or Christmas time or around then, uh, this can be a tough time and I just want to kind of share how I cope and I hope that it could encourage you. So let's dive in. Hey sister, welcome to, for the love of hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked anytime I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally, but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea, and a journal because it's time for a Come to Jesus and Hormones meeting. All right, so before we get started, I just want to say how excited I am for everyone who has joined my Facebook group period, ovulation, and cycles. And it's it's just been such a gift to be able to, I don't know, just journey with women in such like a fun and personal way. And so um if you are needing some community and you feel like you're alone, you are absolutely not alone. And I invite you to come in and join us. Uh share with us who you are, share with us about your story. And I'm excited to meet you. Um it's the space where you can come in and get to know me more and interact. And um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So I know I just talked about like social media a lot in the last episode. So if you haven't shared with us in that Facebook group, like how's it going? What's your plan? I would love to know and just get to know you. So um, come on and join us in there. Okay. So how do you cope when you just can't stop thinking about your miscarriage especially around Christmas time and the holidays. So I'm going to share with you guys what I did. Um, pretty fresh off of my miscarriage. It was almost um, two years ago. We're approaching our anniversary, the first one. And um, so what I did was I wrote a letter, like a, a pretty long letter, just kind of detailing everything. So you could call it journaling, Um but I typed it, I am a big hand writer, but this one I typed and God had spoken to me very clearly in the moment when I looked upon our daughter, Hannah Jade, after I delivered her. And he had said very clearly to me and my soul, her story will be for my glory. And at the time I thought that I'd I'd been volunteering at a pregnancy center, a pregnancy resource center. And I really thought that, her her death was going to have an impact on women who got pregnant and didn't want to keep their baby. So I know that that's like the total opposite of where you are and it just like crushes you to even think that there are people who would get pregnant and want to abort their baby and not keep it and it's absolutely horrific. So anyway, so I was volunteering at that time um and the Lord prompted me to write a letter explaining all of this that had happened, because I just don't think that women who are in that situation get it and understand that, um, the baby that's inside of them is a human and it is a baby. So the Lord just prompted me to get really detailed and call them out on it and write up the letters. And I printed off so beautifully on cardstock and, Um, I just had this vision of Hannah being in heaven with, in like a field of sunflowers, um, where the sun is setting and just beautiful hues of pink and orange and yellow. And, um, and then I took it to our pregnancy resource center and I'd also put up, put together a bunch of gift baskets for them. And, um, I mean, it was fresh, like it was probably within a couple weeks after the miscarriage and we took it to them. And that's, I think that's the first time that we had. Oh, okay, so we've been supporting the pregnancy center. I don't think I'd started volunteering there yet. So I think maybe this is what prompted it all. Um, I think actually that's what happened. Sorry guys, it's a fuzzy time in my mind. Um, but we took that to them because I remember that was the first time we had met um the center director and the the main admin person and the nurse. And um, I just brought all of this to them and I shared our story. And I just I was just bawling. I was crying so hard. And they just put their arms around me and they prayed over me. And, um, I do know that they did share my story with a few people. Um, so how you're like, Becca, how does this relate to me? It does relate to you. So my first encouragement is if you have not written down the details, like your baby deserves that your baby deserves to be remembered, like anything yet you can, even if this was a long time ago, any detail that you can remember about your baby, about how did you feel in that pregnancy? Um, What clothes did not fit that you wanted to fit? Did you have any cravings? Um, What were your symptoms? Were you nauseous? Were you just exhausted? What was your heart? Was it just overjoyed? Was it anxious? Like any and every single detail that you can remember, write it down and just go back. Give yourself permission to go back and and go through that. I know that's scary and it's a dark dark place in your soul that you keep tucked away and hidden away and you don't want anyone to know about it and you don't want to talk about it. You don't even want to talk to God about it. You don't want to dig back through it, but you need to. And you need to write it all down. And um and after you do that, you lift it up to the Lord. You say, "Okay, God. Like, now what? Um I've emptied myself out to you. I have written all of this down. And please fill me, Lord." Please fill me and ask him to do that. So, um, I even encourage you to write down the details of like what happened when you miscarried, like, were there signs leading up to it? Were you spotting or were you cramping? Um, did you, did something just like not feel right? Or was it a complete shock, A complete shock? So, um, So that's my first advice to you is to write those details down because when you reflect and you look back, maybe it's annually, maybe it is every Christmas. If you're listening to this now, and this is the first time, like you haven't done this before, you need to do this. You need to honor that baby. And like, this is part of your healing journey is to write down your story. Even if it's just between you and the Lord and the baby that you know is in heaven, um, even if it's just between y'all and maybe you share it with your husband too. Um, you don't want to forget. And, um, and I think too, that, um, sometimes when you read through it and then you ask the Lord to fill him up with, um, his word, he will, he is good and He is so gracious and he will. So what I'm going to do for you now is I am going to read to you guys, um, Most of my letter and I, I kept it probably for a year, like on our counter. So we just remember it It has her name printed on the front with that beautiful field of sunflowers. And we just wanted to honor her. And, um, so I'm going to read, read this for you and I'm going to stop because the last portion of the letter is, is directed towards women who had a baby and didn't want the baby. So it was for the clients that would come to the Pregnancy Resource Center. So I'm not going to share that part with you guys, but um, I'm going to read what I wrote. And then I'm going to read to you guys the scriptures that the Lord um, brought to my heart when I was in this healing journey. And it was pretty incredible. It was pretty incredible. Like I had been in this Awana program. for most of my life, like when I was a little kid and all the way up to, um, I think it was through middle school. So I was probably like, I don't know, maybe five, six years old or so. And then I was in that program until middle school. Iwana's is really cool. Um, if you do have kids right now, then you should definitely look it up and see if there's a program in your area. But uh, there were verses that I had memorized when I was in Awanas as a little, little girl that I had not thought about in like, I don't know, 15 plus years. And God flooded me with scripture when I was going through this miscarriage. Hey sister, do you want to come hang out with a group of women seeking to get pregnant just like you? Inside my free period cycle and ovulation group, you will find a safe space to finally talk about your fertility journey and not feel alone, all while being pointed back to God on this journey. Join us now on Facebook by clicking the link below in the show notes. I would love to approve your membership into the sisterhood. Also, if you haven't taken the hormone imbalance quiz yet, check it out to see what your hormones are trying to tell you based off some questions about your period. And yes, those questions are really funny and should make you laugh. The link for the quiz is also in the show notes. So just scroll on down. So I want you to hear this with the overarching view of like, God was with her and God is with me. Dear friend, I know this note may find you in a very difficult season of life. You have grand decisions that may seem too daunting to bear. I wanted to share with you the story of my daughter, Hannah Jade, in hopes it may touch your heart and give you guidance. My name is Becca, I'm married to my husband, and we have two beautiful sons. Our lives may appear just perfect and right. We found out we were pregnant with our third child. My prayer has always been to have a daughter, a sweet baby girl. When I was 15 weeks along, we went to a 3D slash 4D imaging ultrasound appointment to find out the gender. We were excited with anticipation. I knew deep down that we were having a girl and I couldn't wait to hear the confirmation. There was no confirmation. Only after a few minutes of the ultrasound tech moving the wand across my belly and asking me to turn onto my side, did she say, please go call your doctor right away. I'm not seeing any movement. I looked at her confused and dizzy. We had just been checked at the 12 week appointment and she was moving like crazy. This didn't make any sense. Can you see a heartbeat? I asked. She shook her head and urged us to go call our doctor. We left. I felt dizzy and lightheaded. This couldn't be happening. She must have been wrong or her equipment must have been broken. We immediately drove to our doctor's office. I laid down on the bed as they began their own ultrasound. I knew by the grim look of the tech and the midwife it wasn't good as she moved the wand over my belly again. When the tech clicked the button for the heartbeat, a flat line ran across the screen. I screamed. I cried in anguish from the depths of my soul. I twisted and heaving heaving sobs. A part of me had died. My child had died. The next night, we went in to deliver our baby. I wanted to deliver her rather than having a surgical procedure because I had that option with how far along I was. I wanted to give her a full birth, not be sucked out or pulled out, and having the chance of being broken or torn apart. She never had the opportunity to grow or breathe, so the least I could give her was a birth through my body. The labor was nothing compared to laboring and delivering my sons. It was marked with grief, sadness, and markedly less painful than delivering at full term. All of it was so wrong and chilling. She came so quickly, still in the sack. I was sobbing at her coming out of me. The nurse carefully opened the sack. I'm so sorry we have to meet so early, she said. We still didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. She lifted her and laid her on my belly on a towel. She was so small, less than the length of my hand. She was lifeless, limp, soft, and a deep reddish purple. I shook with tears and pain, looking at her lifeless, helpless little body. The nurse carefully checked her and said, What sent daggers to our hearts? She's a little girl. An even greater cry escaped from my soul, and my body racked with tears. They took her away and began tenderly taking a footprint. The rest of the early morning was spent looking at her, my husband holding her, and us mourning her. When it was time, the nurse wrapped her in a little cloth and placed her in a container. As I was wheeled out of the hospital, I held on desperately to that little container and the container I had brought that held her footprint. I was grateful I had something to bring out of the hospital with me. I know that not everyone gets at least that in these situations. So from there, um, sorry, guys, it's hard to, um, to go through that. And the reason I'm sharing this with you guys today is because this is what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to remember and we are supposed to look back and know that this is what the Lord has brought us through. And now below are some of the scriptures God whispered to me throughout this time. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 5-6 In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John sixteen thirty three. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, even though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Psalm 46, 1-3 Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 23, 4. And we know that in all things, all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Proverbs 16, 9. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hands. Isaiah forty-one ten. Have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. Psalm 57, one. You will be the sure foundation of our times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Isaiah 33.6 Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, with thanksgiving and supplication, Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 5-7 through Cast your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5-7 The song Promises by Maverick City, I listened to in so many long, hot, sobbing, crying showers. So there is healing. And there is restoration. What we are to do is we are to look back and we are to remember our God and how great He is and how He saves us. And how, even though we will go through trouble and even though we will go through the most difficult seasons and the most difficult of times, our God is with us every single step of the way. Even though we walk through the fire, we will not be burned. He is with us. So, guys, I want you to pour out your heart to the Lord. Maybe you have been blessed in the way that you have not had to deal with a miscarriage, but you are dealing with the infertility side of things. And I know some of you have had both. I know some of you have had a miscarriage and now you can't get pregnant. And I know some of you have had a child and now you can't get pregnant. I know some of you have had a child and then you had a miscarriage and now you can't get pregnant. So wherever you're at, pour out your heart to the Lord, make a memorial and a remembrance of of this season in your life and come back to it every year and then when you pour out this this detailed memorial also ask the lord god what are the scriptures you want to bring to my mind to fill my soul and to make me think of you in this really really difficult time and write it all down sister Go where he asks you to go. If he asks you to go to Ruth, if he asks you to go to Hebrews, if he asks you to go to James, if he asks you to go to Genesis, like just obey, okay? And just have faith. Um, Or if he just brings those scriptures or those books of the Bible to your heart and mind, look them up, write them down, okay? Because you are giving your life to the Lord and you are being filled with him. And guys, I cannot imagine going through this without Christ as my king. I cannot even imagine how you would cope without the love of our Savior holding us up. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, So this is a gospel sharing message. Like if you have a friend who's gone through a miscarriage and isn't a believer, share this with her because where is her hope? We have no hope in this world except for our hope that is in Jesus Christ, which is the greatest hope. Um, He is so good. And so um so come into our Facebook group and share with us when you have this moment with the Lord, pour out your heart to him, write your memorial of this difficult season in your life, whether it's your miscarriage or if it is just the season of infertility, write it all down because I'm gonna tell you right now, the Lord is gonna bring you through this season to another season and you want to look back and praise his name. I look back on that miscarriage and I look back on that letter and In full honesty and transparency, I am watching my triple rainbow daughter on the monitor crawling around and being a goofer. And that's, (laughs) I am so thankful. Like I cannot even tell you guys. And um, just like crying over here. (laughs) I was not expecting that for today's episodes. So God is going to bring you through this season and you want to look back and remember him and praise his name. He deserves all of the honor and all of the glory and all of the praise. And that is what we as His servants are here to do. So guys, I'm closing out with that. Come over in the Facebook group. Have this moment with the Lord. And then come join us and tell us, how did it go for you? Um, how did it go for you? And if you want to share it with us, we would just be honored to, that you shared it with us, and that you shared it with me. I would love to see it and and hug you virtually. <laughs> okay. All right. Love you guys. See you next time. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds. Well, maybe like 25 seconds, and it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, That would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.